Welcome back to another edition of the Bow Rush Podcast. You're listening to episode 010. That's 010. I am your host, Travis Stowe. With me is my co-host, Scott Nelson. How you doing, Scott? Not bad, bud. Happy New Year, man. Happy New Year. Yeah. 2015. This is going to be an awesome year. You know, time has really started to fly by now. I'm uh I'm I'm climbing the ladder. I'm getting a little older, and and all Aren't those all? <laughs> uh, man, all all of those things that parents tell me, you know, count uh, count my days. It's uh, it's sure coming true now, man. Oh, and especially when you have a kid, you are excited for those days. You get to have a little bit of a break, but then you start realizing a week goes by really quick. A year goes by even faster. Definitely. You know, I'm actually pretty excited. We're on the tenth podcast, and. Just think, just um, five, six months ago, we were just getting our equipment in. We were getting things set up and trying to figure out how to do this thing that we're calling the Bow Rush Podcast. And uh, 10 podcasts in, it's pretty exciting. And, you know, it's it's been a lot of fun. You know, it's one of those things where we, we'd always talked about working on something together. Finally, everything started to fall into place. Actually, if you think about it, it's 10 episodes. And it was 10 years ago when we started talking about doing something together. It, it was. Um you know, it's, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. We, we met when I was, uh, when I was 19, uh, as fate would have, it turns into a, to a, to a great friendship. And, you know, I feel like I got a real good, uh, real good hun buddy. So, um, we have some adjustments we're going to make. We've had a blast so far. I mean, this is, like I said, this is our 10th podcast. There's always a learning curve and there's always, you know, new directions to kind of go in. But I, I think the educational side is, is really where this thing's leaning over for this next season coming up. And I, it's going to be a really good one. We've had some growing pains. We, we got through them. Kind of figured, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Um, <laughs> you know, unfortunately, we didn't get to spend nearly the amount of time in the woods as, uh, as we were originally thinking. But, you know, it's, it's been a blast. I've had a lot of fun so far, man. So do I. And uh, like you were just saying, we didn't really get as much into the woods or get into the woods as much as we wanted to. And it's surprising because when we got in, we had high expectations and we thought that we were going to be having deer flock all around us. Um, it, it happened in some areas, but just the shot opportunities didn't come about. And then when we did get in there, it just wasn't as plentiful as I thought it was going to be, at least for us. Some other people obviously have had better success, but that doesn't, I mean, that's the game. I mean, that's the whole point of hunting. You're not going to the grocery store. You're out there trying to get something and it's not always easy. Well, definitely. And, you know, I think, I think one of the biggest thing that, that hampered my season anyways, um, is, you know, moving, just moving back from Colorado, really the, the off season prep that plans for a successful deer season. You know, it's, it's all the time you put in the woods in the off season of finding deer, finding out what they're doing, finding out where they're going, point A to point B, you know, bedding to water sources, to food sources. If you don't really know those, you're kind of in a crapshoot and with me moving back in, you know, the season was already going by the time I got in the woods. Uh, I didn't have any scouting time. I was pretty much just scouting as I could get out there. Even as you saw it, I mean, we are, we were hunting public land. We weren't even into the private land. So we didn't even have that opportunity if we wanted to. Well, yeah, I do, but you know, it's, it's, it's a point. I, I will continue 100% to, to hunting that archery only, public land that me and you were on just because I, I I had success out there as far as seeing deer and putting myself in the right position. I had a hunter walk up and spook a deer one time. I flat out missed a doe another time. And so it's, it's by no one else's fault for, for not tagging a, a doe out there, but it was a blast. I, I love hunting a pressured area. Uh, luckily though, um, you know, our season out here, 
for the most part goes September to January 1st. There is a few counties that run from January 1st to January 31st, and I just snagged a property in one of those counties. So my season is going to continue for another 30 days, and I am super, super excited for this next 30 days. Yeah, most people have already uh, started putting up their equipment, but um, it's knowing that you have an extra bit of time to get something down, that's pretty cool. That's uh, that's awesome. But So what are, going forward, you know, we've had in the past, this first season, we've had some awesome guests on. You know, we, we kind of got our feet wet with getting some some guys in here to really give you, give the listeners some information. You know, what's what's the next step? Where do you want the Bow Rush podcast to go? Well, like you said, we brought some people on to get our feet wet, but there's tons of podcasts out there and there's a lot of people that talk about reviews. They talk about just everyday general things when it comes to hunting, fishing, there's, you name it, you can search for it, you can find it. But one of the things they had years ago was an incredible podcast that talked about the fundamentals of bows. It gave you educational things you could really grab onto it. Well, kind of want to get that back. Oh, definitely. I mean, we really started this thing out with the idea of an educational purpose. You know, we, we spent a lot of time in the woods and, you know, we've, we've learned a lot of stuff along the way. We've, there's a lot more left to learn on a lot of scenarios and situations and tactics that, you know, we've never even been faced with. I want people, I want our listeners to be able to, you know, call in. We're going to have, we're going to have a phone number uh, this next season for you to call in um, or email us or, or Facebook us, you know, let us know what, what you experienced, what's something that happened this last season that, you know, you hadn't faced before, but you want to figure out how to approach it. Uh, or if you have a question on gear or, or tactics, anything, you know, and that's who we want to bring on. We want you guys to, to learn and progress and be better bow hunters and better archers and better hunters in general. It's also you and I want to know, because oh, like you said, we don't know everything. And I, I know at the point where I feel like if I know everything is the time I'll put down the bow and say, I don't want to hunt anymore. And I doubt that's ever going to happen because every day you can learn something new. And because I want to know, I'm a sponge and it's just as you. So it's you know, the listeners, while you're listening to us, you understand that we're trying to find this information out just as much as you are. So we have a passion to find this, to present it and allow you to learn while we're learning at the same time. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's just, there's so many different things between the, the hunting aspect, you know, the archery aspect, camouflage gear bows. It's impossible to know it all. I want to, and, and I'm going to strive to, but I'm never going to know it all. Um, You're never going to know it all, but you know, there's experts out there that we can all learn from together. So, you know, pose your questions to us, give us your scenarios. What do you want to hear? You know, call us, let us know. We'll, we'll reach out to people and get you, get you the right answer, get you as many answers as it takes to, for you to learn or to grow as an archer. And as you're giving us those feedback and the ideas, you know, make sure you or at least understand that we have things that we're planning on putting together series based educational aspects of this. And, uh, but while that's happening, we want to know what you have to think, what you like about our show, what we could improve on, uh, the questions like Scott was saying, and that will allow us to implement some of the things that we're wanting, the strategy that we're wanting to put into the show. And hopefully at the end of next season, we will have jumped another level of where we've been and where we're going to go from there. Oh, definitely. Some of the questions that we've had, why haven't we been doing a weekly podcast 
there's plenty of them that do weekly, but we're doing it seems to be bi-weekly. And they're wondering, like, what's the reason and are we ever going to become a weekly podcast? Well, I mean, here's the thing. There's there's a lot of podcasts out there, a ton of them. I mean, you can you can go on, scroll through a page and click on a podcast and and hear about hunting or techniques or there's ones about specific hunting recipes. I mean, that everything is out there. And there's some that are awesome. There's some that are very, very good, very well thought draw. out. Yeah, yeah, well thought out, you know, and, and they're produced very well. But there's a lot of them out there that have kind of some fluff in there. They're just trying to get through that week to get to, you know, their next big guest, trying to get some in, in, in the stockpile. We don't want to do that. We want to bring you legitimate podcasts with information every time. You know, it's quality over quantity. Would we like to be a weekly podcast? Yeah. I mean, if yeah. we if we could do it, I would think so. Of course. I mean, that's that's really the goal. We want to consistently bring you great information. And if we can do that week in and week out. Without sacrificing do. the quality. Yeah. Ex- exactly. That, And that's the point. You know, we want to make sure that what we're bringing to the table is something worth you flipping on your iPad, flipping on your iPod, your phone, whatever you're listening to to this on, it, it, it's worth that 30 minutes to an hour. We don't want you to sit down and, and ever walk away from a, one of our podcasts thinking, eh, I could have done something better with that half hour. We yeah. want to give you, <laughs> you know, that's <laughs> just, I mean, I, I've done that before. I've got up before, you know, turned off, turned off a podcast. It's like, I'm not learning anything. I'm not, nothing's entertaining. Nothing's drawing me. We want to be that draw for you guys. So, you know, we want to be involved with you guys and what you guys involved with this podcast, because this podcast is is, you know, for everyone to learn and grow from. It's almost like the Jerry Maguire saying, help me help you help me help you help me show me the money. Uh, absolutely. I mean, but yeah. we are still not looking for sponsorships. We're not looking for free gear because we want to be non-biased. And in time, who knows where it might lead to, but at the moment, we're focusing on quality content, which I think is what most people want to know anyways. If something sucks, they want to know. If something's great, they want to know that too. Listen, I mean, people hear the word podcast or or radio show or TV show, and I think their automatic assumption is, you know, that guy that's on there is, he's getting paid to do it, or he's getting gear, or he's getting something. We're not. And you know what? I'm fine with that. This is a blast. This is something that me and you get to, you know, collaborate on. We get to figure out who we who we want to bring on as a guest. And then we get to spend two, two and a half hours a week between making phone calls and, and getting that person on and actually editing everything down. You know, talk about hunting. I mean, you can't beat that. I mean, that's that's a great time. That's a time well spent for me. You know? Oh yeah. And, you know, so this is a this is a podcast. It's called the Boat Rush Podcast. And you know, I don't think we ever really kind of dove into the the title of it. I mean, I think it's kind of self-explanatory, but, you know, the, the title is The Bow Rush Podcast because that's really what you get when, when you have an animal step out in front of you and you have a bow in your hand. It, every once in a while, it happens where, you know, you've pulled that bow back a million times. And when that doe or that button buck or that giant monster steps out in front of you, you can muster every ounce of strength you want, but that first time you got to pull back, it just does not go. You have so much adrenaline. It's it's the, the fear of adrenaline dump. I think you know a lot of a lot of athletes talk about that, but that's kind of what it is. It's it's just this huge rush from having a bow in your hand, which you know, ironically enough, kind of how we came up with the title. You know, that's the goal is to get that bow rush, get excited, 
every time you're out hunting. And that's kind of, um, it's kind of the basis behind the name, you know? Oh yeah. So looking back with this being a hunting podcast, we're talking about archery, talking about going after, you know, whitetail and muleys and elk, you know, give me a little bit of recap on your season, you know, how to go this season. Well, I've had a couple of interesting situations. I'll try to make it brief, but, uh, you know, my season had some ups and downs. I was able to harvest a doe and more of the late season. I did, unfortunately, early season or archery season. I had an opportunity to shoot at a doe. It was a really nice one. Unfortunately, when I shot at her, I shot a little high behind the, uh, the right shoulder and it got stuck in the left shoulder as it was trying to exit a good 150 yards the blood trail completely stopped so that was an unfortunate situation i didn't want that to happen i guess but that's that's what happens when you go hunting you can't always be perfect but i didn't let that get to me i still pursued i went through had some other fun experiences afterwards the the following weekend i was in the same area so early morning 7 15 it was on my right hand side there were two does coming up towards me they were about 15 yards away uh, they come, they were almost a little skittish because they weren't coming out into a clearing, but they were just behind some bushes. Well, I went ahead and pulled my bow back because I was thinking they're going to start moving forward. And if they did, it would be in a clearing. One started coming in. It uh, got into about 10 yards actually coming towards up the hill. And I'm now drawing more down at an angle. I'm holding for so long because they're behind a bush still. I, I had to let go. And as I was bringing the bow back down, I had just enough tension when I was letting go and pulling the release off. There was enough tension to push the arrow out of my bow. It flew right between them, hit a tree and fell down. I didn't let that stop me. So I kept pursuing throughout the entire season. And as we got more towards the late season, another doe opportunity came out to come in right towards me a good 15 yards and where i shot her she dropped she didn't even run so that was pretty exciting got down and was able to fill dresser and it happened to be that was the very first time i processed my own meat too so with all the learning experiences especially that we've learned on the show with terry that was a great podcast and it just happened to be the week before i got that dose so i was able to apply some of the knowledge that he was saying so yeah overall i think my year has been successful you know, the season we both, you and I, we had high expectations, but uh, it didn't come to be as plentiful as we both thought. But uh, there were some interesting stories. So how was your season so far? You, you know what? Um, I would say I've had some great opportunities. I missed a doe, just flat out missed. Um, so that that kind of sucked. Hard lesson to learn, but I learned it. I'm, I, I've dialed it in. I'm, I'm set up. I spent the time. I took about a two weeks off and did nothing but fine tune and decide what I wanted to shoot and, you know, and, and was happy with it. I'm actually, I got some property in an extended season. So it's basically January 1st, January 31st. And it's on a property that really does allow for, you know, some, some very good opportunities to, to spawn stock. Uh, so luckily, I, you know, I, I do have this next 30 days to put myself in a better position um, to, to harvest uh, some does and some bucks because there are some phenomenal, phenomenal bucks that run this property. I was, I was lucky enough to pick it up from a buddy of mine who's hunted it for geez, 16 years, and uh, it's been relatively unpressured for the last three to four. So it should be a good time. But um, the season overall, for me, I, I, I think it's been a success, you know. Maybe not so much in filling tags and, and putting a ton of meat in the freezer, um, although I've put some in there. Um, 
by the aspect of how much I've learned, I, I think by far um, between the end of last season and and right now, I have learned exponentially more than I thought I even knew before that. Um, it's been you know talking to some of the great guests that we've had on who've given me some information. It's been spending time out west with some guys who are phenomenal archers. I mean, I've I've spent time with guys who they're not even hunters. They're 3D archers. They they have no desire to go hunt. They just purely shoot 3D. And spending time with them improved my archery skills, which I love. And it's it's that passion. Um, so I mean, this, this season's been nothing but a success. To claim it as anything else but that would be completely false. I've I've learned a ton. I've had a blast. I've got to hunt with some awesome guys, and um, hunt some some properties where I probably shouldn't be seeing deer. But I was able to put myself in position to at least get some opportunities. It's you know it's uh, it's not the equipment. It's the uh, it's the archer. The archer's fault. I didn't I didn't get a couple kills on those properties. You might not have been successful filling your tags, but filling tags is not really all what hunting's about. There's more to it, like you just said. Man, it's the experience. It's if if you if you ever find yourself just just mad or pissed off that you haven't shot something yet. I'll give you, I'll give you a quick background. Um, and you know, we may have talked about this a little bit in in our very, very first podcast. Um, Oh, Oh, so long ago, but yeah, um, I can only remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, my background, it, it, it started hunting when I met you, you know, I, I went, geez, two or three years and only saw two deer. One of them, I the, the first quote unquote deer I saw, I couldn't even tell you if it was actually a deer. I was just so amped up, sitting in a tree stand, sun's coming up, leaves start rustling, squirrels start running around, and you know everything, every part of me on my first sit, I wanted to see a deer. So who knows? Your mind plays tricks on you when that sun starts coming up. But you know the point of that is, you know, I spent a long time watching the woods, you know, t- taking my bow for a walk. And while, <laughs> while I'm seriously, seriously, I mean, and while that's, uh, that's not the, the, the coup de gras, the best thing to think about, you know, it's a blast for me. Cause now I'm putting myself in positions where position where I'm seeing more deer, I'm seeing more activity. I'm giving myself opportunity, but when it doesn't happen, when I can't get that perfect shot or when I have to let something walk, because it's not the most it's not an ethical shot for me to take. It's frustrating. It sucks. It, that, eating a tag sandwich sucks so bad. But I'm seeing deer. I'm out in the woods. I'm out walking. I'm I'm out in God's creation, and I'm enjoying it. It's the passion for being in the woods and going after something. But it's staying in the zone for as long as you can while you're in the woods because it's such a thrill and you want to be there. Yeah. You know, I'm okay, I'm okay with letting stuff walk or scenes or having to pass on something because of not the perfect shot. As long as I understand that I'm there for the experience. Sounds pretty good to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, both you and I had some good successes. I've had some failures this year, but we're learning both you and I, man, I'll tell you the, uh, the, I guess you would call it, um, the irony of hunting in the South is, uh, a, me and a buddy of mine, Brandon, uh, we went on hunted hunted that WMA. Spent literally, we we were out there all day. We did an all day sit. You know, got out in the woods and started hiking back to the spot at, you know, five fifteen in the morning. Got into our tree stands, sat all day. Got out of the tree. Um, 
and back to the back to the jeep we got back there probably 7 seven thirty. you know after it was dark um i'd, I'd seen i'd seen a ton of turkeys uh saw a couple deer no no shot opportunities but we drive all the way back to town we get back to brandon's house and about a, about a mile from brandon's house um a, a lady had just hit a deer on on the road we were driving so it's it's the irony of spending all day long waiting for these deer and you know, in the middle of the city, uh, a lady hits one with her, with her Mercedes. <laughs> so <laughs> how's that but, go with, uh, what's his name? It's uh, Ron white. He goes, so yeah, someone was shooting a gun, his uncle or no, it was brother-in-law. He goes and hunts with a rifle and he goes, so how do you hunt? He goes, I hunt with a van going 55 miles an hour with the horn blowing <laughs> <laughs> with the horn a blowing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I mean that's that's the truth. That's kind of what it is hunting down here in the south. There's just a ton of deer, so it, it, you have you have some opportunities. But get, biggest thing, go and enjoy the hunt. Go enjoy the experience. Um, take someone hunting. You know, I, I that goes back to to how me and you met. You know, had we not started working together, it probably would have been years before I had the chance to go hunting. So even if it's a guy that you think would be a hunter ask him, you know, he probably wants to go and is looking for an excuse, a reason to hunt buddy or someone to learn from, go find someone, go hunt with them. It's, it's a blast. And what, what are some goals of yours for next season? Well, truthfully, this will probably be the very first year of going turkey hunting with a bow. And mm-hmm. I'm pretty yep. stoked about that because I've only been turkey hunting once, probably a good 15 years ago and I didn't have a good experience, but I've always wanted to go back and people are doing it with a bow and people are doing and having success with it. It seems more exciting. You have to be more precise on how you shoot. So it just makes me have to try even harder. Uh, I don't know. I I think that's going to be the new goal for me for this year coming in 2015 is getting prepared for turkey hunting. It's going to be a blast, but I'm really looking forward to that. Again, comes back to progression. What's, what's the next step for you? It's turkey hunting. Um, for me, turkey hunting is definitely in there as well. Uh, but uh, it, this sounds stupid and, and people, there, there's a lot of guys out there doing it, happen to not be as good as them. So it's going to be more of a challenge. Um, I am really looking forward to goose and duck hunting with a longbow, flu flu arrows. It just seems like a, a freaking blast and, and, and a challenge. And that's what, uh, that's what this, next, uh, this next season coming up is going to hold for me. Are you going to make your bow or are you going to buy a bow? Um, no, I'm definitely, uh, I'm going to buy one. Um, <laughs> okay. I, I, you know, the, the skill and the craft of making a, a long bow or a recurve is just, there's so much work that goes behind it. Yeah. I would love to learn down the road. One of those things that, you know, would be a great, great adventure and a great experience for me to learn right now. I, I want to go hunting. I want to spend my time, you know, on some duck swamps and on some flooded timber, um, and in some cornfields, trying to trying to get some waterfowl with a recurve and some flu flu arrows, man. That's awesome. You know, if it happens to be you ever want to build it, we have a taxidermy guy that I've met. Uh, he does some really great work. But before that, for years, he's been building custom bows from scratch, and um, that might be something we might want to bring on as well. Definitely. Um, there's a guy South Cox out of uh, California. Um, he does stalker stick bows, and I've seen them. I've held a few of them. So I'll probably end up leaning that way. 
uh, just a good, good friend of some of my friends. So, you know, supporting, supporting the, the little local guys. He's also, he's made some, he's made some pretty awesome videos with, uh, hunting monster muleys with, uh, stick bows. Very cool. Very cool. Well, you know, uh, as always, um, we appreciate you guys tuning into another episode of the Bow Rush podcast. If you get a chance, please do us a favor. Go to mybowrush.com forward slash iTunes. Um, leave a review on there. Uh, leave a comment. You know, help push us out. You know, we want to get more listens in here so we have a bigger base of, of who wants questions asked. You know, that that's the key to this next step is get us your questions. Um Send us your scenarios, call us, and tell us what's going on with your season or off season. Well, you're saying that you want them to call, but we haven't mm-hmm. yet to give them a number. We have not given that number out yet. That number will be given out shortly. Uh, give us uh, probably the next podcast is when we'll, when we'll get that out to you guys. We'll pump it out on on social medias and, of course, on on, um, on the, the podcast. We'll start giving out that number. Use it whenever you want to. Um, it's Scott's personal cell phone. No. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's my personal cell phone. So after eight o'clock, uh, the fiance will kill me. No, seriously, call that number whenever you want to four or five beers in or a couple jacks. Good to go. Probably makes for an even better story. But, um, again, thank you guys very much. I, I feel like the season, this season of the Bowers podcast has been a great start. Um, what, what do you think, Travis? I can't wait to see what the next 10, the next 15, the next 50 episodes are going to be coming in. And, um, like Scott said, let us know what you want. Give us a review. Right now, we've gotten four reviews on iTunes. One of them happens to be mine. So technically, there's three plus mine. So there's four. We could definitely use a little bit more. Uh, your support would be much appreciated. Definitely. So, you know, as always, I'm Scott Nelson. I'm Travis Stowe. Yeah, season's almost over, but there's a little bit of time. I have to still go get a bow rush. Happy New Year. Happy New Year.